What's up, everybody? It's Sports Kid Wrestling on a Monday. Share that link or you stink. The latest backstage drama on Sasha Banks and Naomi following their walkout last week from WWE. New details emerging in just the past 24 hours about how this thing continues to evolve and it's not going in the right direction. Stephanie McMahon taking an abrupt hiatus from WWE. What has led to that and what is the backstage reaction to this major move by a McMahon to step away from the WWE for a temporary time. Some good news. The Rock, the biggest movie star in the world. Oh, by the way, you remember him in WWE? It looks like he could have some time open next year to get back into the game. And leading to that, the match you all want, the bloodline. It moves in a different direction and a different way now. We have some news about them, the biggest faction in all professional wrestling. What is their future? We got AEW Double or Nothing this weekend. We got a lot to talk about. If you are not in the conversation, you are out of it. Get in the comments or, I don't know, I guess you have some opinion somewhere on the internet that means something. Bye. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Look at that. We got somebody already bragging about getting Clash of the Champions tickets or Clash of the Castle tickets. It's really cool. Oh. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. Ooh, Sherry Reigns is here. Apparently, she's related to Roman Reigns. She's here. If you went through this the first time, tell us where you're watching from. Get on screen. Get your comments on screen. Smash the like button if you're just watching. You're a lurker and not a speaker. Let's let's hear what you got to say. I'm Kev Kelm. That is Jose G in Florida and over in Nebraska. If he asked you, that is Jeremy Bennett as well. Jeremy going to be doing the Twitch thing for us every Wednesday night with getting over our gaming stream on Wednesday nights after Dynamite. Please not check this week, that though. out. Not this week, but you know, we're doing some cool stuff with it, so keep an eye on it. Uh, we're we're going to be doing some fun stuff there. Some watch-alongs, all the, all the hootenannies going to be going on. Uh, if you haven't done so, go ahead. Subscribe to Sports Kid Wrestling on Heathives. Vince Russo with us every Monday night, every Monday night after Monday Night Raw. And of course, we have fresh interviews up right now with Sonya Deville and Paul Heyman, who made a lot of news last week in my conversation with him. So definitely please go check that out. Let's get right into it. Sasha Banks and Naomi. They are the talk of the wrestling world. And some people are really behind them and against WWE or vice versa. And they're with WWE. It's a very divisive issue amongst wrestling fans right now. And we're learning more details about what is going on. What happened when? Why did it happen? And how this is all evolving. And some new information. And it doesn't seem like it's getting better after this past Friday. Uh, we covered this with Smack Talk this past week. Uh, this past Friday when WWE... Uh, basically read a statement on air with Michael Cole uh, continuing to distance themselves from Sasha Banks and Naomi. They have been stripped of the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. There will be a tournament formed to crown new tag team champions, and Sasha and Naomi are suspended indefinitely. It is worth noting a Fightful report today reporting more details about this, saying that 7.15 Eastern, so, so there would be 7.15, 15 minutes after Raw started last week, they decided to make this move. Uh, and the move was because they didn't feel they could get a hold of Vince McMahon to change anything. So they opted to go with this direction. Uh, it is also worth noting that they are not released from WWE. They're not released from WWE. They are suspended. So that that, that, that clarification was also made in report here. And it's also worth noting, uh, you know, a lot of hurt feelings on this, on both sides of the coin here. We also have Sasha Banks making an appearance publicly at a Steve Aoki concert over the weekend. A lot of people are like, oh, look at her. She's having such a good time. You know, so, so screw WWE and the Sasha stands lost their minds of this whole thing. So it's a pretty divisive issue here. Very, very divisive really issue. Is. 
Uh, and there's a lot of people taking uh, a lot of people taking a lot of sides in this. But I mean, obviously, a lot of people responding to how WWE did this. Why did they have to do this? Why was this something that was done on Monday at Raw? Is the, I mean, excuse me, on uh, by them. And then why did WWE put out these statements and then kind of take this almost um, offense is the best defense kind of maneuver? Um, to me, I think it's the modern age of social media. They don't want the narrative getting away from them. That's what it looks like yep. on the surface. That's exactly what it uh, is. And uh, maybe 10 years ago, this isn't something they would do. But considering you're doing this with one of the more popular characters, and uh, you're just going to let the... I don't know. I- I'm not defending WWE by any means. I understand no, why they want to do But you're absolutely right about that, Kevin, because in the age of social media, news stories get out within minutes, within seconds. And then the, We and know then, about this. Yes. And then... They want to control their narrative, which is mm. why they said something on Monday, which mm. is why they even doubled <clears> down <throat> and yeah. even announced the suspension on Friday. But now we got a lot more. Uh, we got some more details around this because there was a lot of stuff that came up over the weekend from the social medias being deleted on Facebook, from uh, Naomi dropping the WWE from Twitter. So there's just like so much information that we really need to recap from over the weekend. So, Jeremy, what do you got? Yeah. And a lot of the interesting things are the things that WWE came out with were not factual, according to a lot of sources, which makes it even more interesting. Um you know, and as of now, uh, they are suspended. And according to a report from Dave Meltzer, it is possible that they may be freezing their contracts. We reported on the show last week that they had basically both women had two months left on their deal. So if they freeze their contracts, they are not able to walk away and step right into another company right away. They are stuck with the WWE at that point. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, USA even getting in on it and uh, uh, dropping an article much like of uh, what Kevin mm-hmm. did on a on a top five video. What we've done on very artic- interesting. They pulled that move, didn't it? Yeah, the USA I mean, it's, Network. It's one, it's one thing if us the dirty, dirty sheets do it. It's one. Yeah, thing if, another thing. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting paid by them clicks, but uh, uh, USA <laughs> Network doing it is very, uh, uh, very interesting as well. So uh, you know, a whole lot of things going on there. Snoop Dogg uh, seemed to kind of. Uh, back his cousin Sasha Banks there as well uh with with some words that uh that he had put out there um Pat McAfee even mentioned it on his show today uh, uh he has no idea what's going on much like uh, unlike you know Jimmy Smith kind of knew well obviously cuz they were on live with Raw yeah. uh and, and Pat is kind of in the dark on those things but uh, uh he basically said we need a resolution which is the case uh, just letting this sit in limbo, especially if you're freezing their contracts, that's going to cause an even more oh, yeah. uh, upheaval uh, than it is. Because I mean, now they're really stuck in limbo. Now you, they're really stuck because now that now they were expecting to walk if that contract expired, yeah. right? But now they can't even do that. Yeah, and uh, actions, you know, actions have reactions. Yeah, and it, this it's, is this is this is actions have reactions, it's, especially it's more just, than it, more than ever. And I think maybe 10 years ago, if there wasn't an AEW, if there wasn't a competition, this wouldn't happen. But if you want to spin this narrative and try and paint us as the bad, this is me defending WWE. They want to walk out. I completely understand. It's fine. The the questionable part is you chose to do it this way. So now this is what's going to happen. You know, well, it's and in, it's interesting that the the very immediate statement they put out there had in fact non-factual information. Mm-hmm based on backstage sources. So do you think that's it, a fluid? The, are you talking about the, the, the statement they put out on Monday night that they thought uh, they didn't want to work with them because they were dangerous or some stuff like that. And that whatever WWE had put out in that mm-hmm. statement, that stuff wasn't true. Uh, it, it was all surrounding the booking of the tag team division for the women, which now has a tournament where they only have two teams. 
if that because i mean dewdrop and and uh but they haven't the announced heat. the brackets for the tournament they haven't announced any teams for the tournament have they? that's because they don't have no, teams nothing. they don't have there, teams there are no teams so, maybe we'll so, find out tonight so Jeremy, are maybe you we'll mad about something tonight. that hasn't happened yet no i'm saying i'm saying there's no team they have two te- they have one established team that was uh-huh. put together a month ago and they don't even have an official team with the other team that they have they have two teams but, but on the in, main roster. in wwe's defense they just announced it on friday so yeah. we're probably going to get some this gonna, to what this tournament's going to look is like this gonna, starting tonight this is this going to fast like 72 hours ago is also this gonna, they wouldn't have it, to do this if the tag champs didn't walk out on, on the promotion and do the matches they were booked to do and, and take yeah, the money they paid to do the this reason they like walked the, out Stasha, the, no you do this this is what happens yeah but you the reason they walked out look at the reason why look at the reason why they walked out boom now we gotta have a tournament how many teams do we got we barely have two that's why they walked out because the division is so shitty i don't want to be here we go now we have a division (laughs) listen i don't want to be that guy that always thinks that things are getting work but i kind of agree with crc we're getting work guys what why is usa putting up an article on the most dramatic walkouts in wwe i'm just thinking what if they turn this whole real situation into an angle i mean we've been saying that from the beginning and it's possible uh Mm -hmm. is this gonna fast track toxic attraction if so they got the tag champs right now so are they gonna have to drop those they Uh, are the women tag champs of wwe at the moment maybe they just maybe they finally do what they should have done all along and merge those two titles as well if you include the, the whole, if you the include whole thing, yeah other people screaming it's a work and all these if things. you uh if you include yeah. toxic attraction in this tournament this is a good way to 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 do something and merge those titles like they should have done a long time ago we got victor nash here on facebook so the question mm-hmm. is will jimmy uso or roman will step up for naomi I don't yeah know. i mean I don't, sasha I could easily or naomi can yeah. easily come back and fall into that bloodline uh storyline where you know where they could say oh paul Heyman works some strings or roman reigns works some strings pulled I think some strings. either one either one of them could yeah. come back because they could say i mean you know yeah. either one of them could come back and, you know because uh, you know roman could say he's got that pole you know mm-hmm. and, and and they could easily bring her but i don't know if sasha wants to be back so uh i don't know if we're at the point of no return with Who her knows? or not yeah there's a lot people, more people have come back from much worse on much shorter basis yeah, you know? very true. But if one thing is proven to be true, everybody losing their mind WWE, about this. They did this to Stone Cold twenty years well, ago. But you know? now we have a situation, but that because of social media, everything is just so much more out there yeah. for everyone to see. And now WWE taking and knowing how to get back at them, right? Oh, you mm-hmm. walked out. Well, you know what? You're not going to get any merch money. Oh, yeah. and your contract's frozen for the ne- for so, I mean, the indefinite the same, time you of your of your. The same thing happened this year. The same thing happened this year already with with AEW and Tony Khan doing the stupid tweet where he went off on Big Swole, right? And then you had everybody, suddenly everyone who's in the AEW camp is a part of it. AEW is not saying it directly, but there was certainly a controlled like sense of, hey, everybody, get out in front of this thing right now, you know? Uh, And so it's the same thing. This is is public reputation stuff. This is fighting narratives that you don't want being twisted and all these different things. Um, and on top of it, there's so much more of this that we still don't know. There's so much we thought we knew on Monday. We knew it would develop, and we know more is coming out about it. Uh, and there's so much more to this that I think that anyone knows that, that maybe even WWE doesn't even know. You know, so and then you see like, all right, well, yeah, all right, you want to say that, all right, then we're going to do a tournament. There we go, and you're going to be on the you're going to be on the sidelines watching other people do this. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing that WWE could do now, and this is purely speculative, this isn't me saying this is a source, pull the trigger and have the Bella Twins come in and win these belts. You want you want to do something that really makes people just look the other way, and I'm talking about female wrestling fans look the other way. Is the Bella Twins come in and win those belts? Especially and they, they have they, they, they have that ability to do it. too. They represent that millennial generation too, because yeah. a lot of these women that came up, you know, between 2004 to like 2015, 2016, those women followed the Bellas. A lot of the female wrestlers that we see now were influenced because of the Bellas. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if they. Game. Yeah, I'm not sure if they want to return at all, but uh, obviously They've there's going to be money on I, the I mean, table. Maybe they don't want to return now, right? How, Jerry? how Jerry, I would, I mean, yeah, how, I, how I would book it is if you've got a re- resolution, if you got mm-hmm. a resolution with Sasha and Naomi, keep it quiet, and book that it, first book and it. and that first tournament match, you have them destroy all four women. So, oh, you mean cause, they go back into the tournament to win this thing? No, they don't go back into the tournament. They just they just screw up the tournament completely. <laughs> they just keep running and, and like, destroying. And they, it's and, it's yeah, a good they, story. It's it a would, good it story. Would, it would it would generate a big pop because everybody's behind these girls now. So, or maybe well, I mean, what if it just kind of makes it to an angle like a female version of the NWO, where they just kind of like anti WWE, but are still working WWE <laughs> stuff. You know, just like yeah. destroying the women's division. Doing yeah. just doing something out of the box like that, I think that could work. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to believe now. I mean, this mm-hmm. sounds. I don't know. It's weird because it sounds on the surface, especially from people on the inside. It sounds like this. This was obviously not a work. This is a a serious situation that caused serious changes to the show last week. Uh, a week later, now people are. It's so weird because everybody wants to jump on that bandwagon that it's a work, and it's. And what the WWE and USA Network are doing is not helping matters at all when it comes to that, especially if this is still a real situation. I also think there's just so much, like how much did WWE sign off on that USA article thing? You know, the USA Network piece about that. Like, did they were they aware of that? You know, because there's been mm. there's been things where you're partnered with That's the other stuff. thing, right? That's the like, other we, thing that like, makes you uh, wonder. There are other television too partners. Much, there's too many coinciding points yes. going on here. There's their their other television partner is Fox and WWE on Fox has their own social media team, right? Yeah. And they did some really cheeky, cheeky things when Cody came over that were like kind of trolly. I remember sitting in the press box at WrestleMania and we were all like looking at we're like, what are they doing? And they were doing like mocks oh, of no, like, that the, was, the, the no, that wasn't, is no, no, logo, that wasn't you know? Fox. That wasn't Fox, that was BT Sport. BT Sport. You, I'm sorry, you, you thank you for the correction, but it was like you do that with a uh, TV partner. And they can they can use your content. Even they have the right to do sport, it. Even yeah. still for BT Sport, that was pretty controversial for what they yes. did. Yes. Oh, but and the heat, the internet, but hurt. That was hurt. That was hurt. The uh, the end of that uh, fightful select article that just dropped literally uh, less than half an hour ago states that there has not been any indication that there's an end in the horizon for the situation. Neither woman is scheduled is at Raw. Um, Jimmy Uso is not expected to be affected by this. Thank God, because that would be ridiculous if he was. I, uh, I mean, if uh, he's unifying the, the the Raw and the SmackDown tag, title, yeah, I don't get the impression. And uh, so, other than that, they have not heard any uh, particular stance that he's taken. No word from him yet, and that's probably the best thing for him right now is to to keep shut about that uh, about the situation too. Let's see what some of the fans are saying here. Classic Xander saying, "I don't see it being a work with WWE." Actually, mentioning on their site. These shows is scripted. Yes, that's true. That, that was worth noting. The initial statement they stated, like, "Hey, we're a scripted TV show." These people walked out of the script. Yeah. Um. Uh, other people just want to know. That's what they hey, want you to believe, Kevin. That's what WWE wants you to believe. 
I don't want to. You don't get to work me. I work you. Shut up. Watch this. Eric Calavera, dude, the only way I can believe anything in wrestling is when the check doesn't bounce. Everything is just a work. Brings me back I'm to so that. mad. I'm so mad back. that they do a show. Brings me back to that Stone Cold uh, sessions with Bully Ray, and they talked about the che- the check <laughs> for the Paul Heyman joke in the right in the beginning. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot lit th- with this here, uh, and other people are talking about it. Another big uh, female oriented story in WWE involves Stephanie McMahon. She made a leave of absence uh, this past week, and there's been more of an update on this and how it's affected things. Uh, this is more of a lifestyle change for Stephanie McMahon, who's been a part of WWE basically her entire life and her entire adult life. She's had some type of role within the company from all the way at being an assistant to being the head of creative to now serving in an executive role. Uh, and a lot of speculation about how personal things in her life may have affected this. I don't think we need to dive too much into that because it's just all out there. And uh, also, that's people's personal lives, <laughs> which I think, I think they're allowed to have unless that becomes a big story. Uh, and uh, so she did take a leave of absence. The, the, she is expected to return to the company at some point. That is, every major source and every major report indicates that as well. Uh, and for me talking to some people within the industry, there is an expectation that she'll be back in the company as well. So what's the latest on this, though? Uh, yeah, so this is basically uh, from PW Insider saying that uh, basically the toll that it took on uh, with uh, Triple H's health uh, said that the last year has been rough. And, of course, we mentioned it on the show last week that uh, she basically took on Triple H and her jobs both at the same time during that time as well. So that basically that whole thing kind of took a toll on her, which led to take the leave of absence. Makes sense. On the surface level, that makes complete sense, Jose, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, after you, I mean, that's a life changing event, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, my father went through something like that last year. That's a life changing event. Um, So I can only imagine now that he's back at 100%. He's back at the office. He's working. Now she can take a breather, not only from taking care of him. But also taking care and taking care of her own duties at WWE, I think she she needs. I was just having this conversation with my wife. I was telling her about this story, and she's like, "Good, she deserves it. She should just take the rest of the year off and come back next year. She really should." <laughs> I love the objectivity of that. Like we're just like we just want more cool stuff. We want more news, and then someone objects. She's like, "They deserve a break." someone and especially someone like her who is under the spotlight not only from the board of directors of wwe and being vince mcmahon's daughter but she's also the chief brand officer and she's pretty much the face that you see when you are dealing with wwe in a business standpoint she's in front of a lot of the charities that's going on a lot mm-hmm. of the initiatives that she's yeah. that, that wwe has done in the last five or seven years these are all attributed to stephanie mcmahon so yeah you may not see her on tv as part of the authority anymore but i guarantee you that 99% of the charities or initiatives that's being taken or that's being done is because of Stephanie McMahon. And uh, the company is big enough and they have enough people there. You can take the, the toll here. But it also mm-hmm. leans into the culture of the company changing so rapidly out of the pandemic since yeah. 2020 with Nick Khan assuming a role as the president of the company. And it's worth noting, I know everyone says this is Nick Khan guy. He's so bad. He's this. This is the guy who secured them two billion dollar deals like he secured them the biggest contracts they've ever gotten the highest level of profit they've ever gotten off any deal he did two of them like you know um, 
Yeah, PWI, uh, PW Insider uh, also mentioning that uh, Nick Khan is going to be the one assuming her duties while she's mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Uh, how long she'll be out of the picture, I don't know. But, I mean, good for her. You know, It's very, indefinite. Very... And I also have the understanding that they are going to be filling her position. Uh, right now, Nikon will be taking care of her position temporarily. Mm -hmm. But there will be someone that will be filling that position until she comes back. And what will her role be when she comes back? Will be the same type of role. Will she have something else? Who knows? I mean, I would hope that she's involved. You know, I mean, she's just somebody Absolutely. who kind of knows knows that system. And I know everyone then starts to talk, oh, this is them prepping the McMahons or jumping ship. I've, I've already heard people rush to that. You know, I, I don't think that's the <laughs> case. It is worthy in retrospect. Do you think no, this because is crazy, Triple Jeremy? H came back to work? Jeremy, yeah, yeah. Triple H is back and back working again. She, or, he just tagged in. Yeah, hot tag, hot tag, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and the the thing to, to note here is, remember at one point, everyone just thought the heir apparent was Shane, that Shane was going to get the company, you know? And to the point where this was, this was covered in their documentary, they did the evil documentary, they focused on Stephanie as a villain, and they brought that up, that there was a lot of people that saw Shane leave the company, what was it, 2007, 2009-ish, right? Mm -hmm. He left the company and Return was gone. Was gone for what nearly 10 11 years, almost you know? 10 years. Yeah. yeah, worked for that sports agency. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this kind of unfolds and this plays out. But uh, I, I also don't, I'm not gonna rush to any conclusions because it's still such a fluid situation. And and I'm happy, I'm happy that you know you have a healthy Triple H, you have someone at a greater point in their life. And whether or not you like what WWE's doing, let people who do this job have some health and some peace. Mm -hmm. And some fullness. Work -life balance. Like, it's all, not like they that work-life balance, baby. It's not like they've been on TV every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or producing it. You know, another thing is just producing it too. So everything's old. They're not on television. They can't be working there. Stop it. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, that's such a surface level thing. Speaking of someone we have uh, seen on screens recently, he was uh, right there. You can see him uh, at the fifty-yard line of the Super Bowl, cutting a promo, but, baby. But can you smell him? You see him, but can you um, smell him? And it, what does he smell like? Terramana or whatever product we're supposed to be consuming right now that has his name on it. I need to go get the a rock. Of that. The rock is set to be clear of all movie or television productions in the first quarter of 2023, which is so curious because that would line up with some wrestling mm. events that time of year. What? And also, what is going on in quarter two of 2023 is the launch of the XFL, his pro football league, which last week secured a hefty, hefty contract with Disney Television to air on the FX network. ESPN and several Disney streaming services and Disney platforms. So this is a uh, very compelling to see this. This is uh, news that kind of came together over the weekend. Uh, and it's odd. The big conflict with the rock for the last 10 years, since he came back to WWE in 2011 to host WrestleMania, then build to WrestleMania 28. That really re kickstarted his core fan base that reminded you, Oh yeah, he does movies, but he's doing kick-ass movies again. And that fast and the furious movie he did that first one where he came back and he was a central character that really five, rebooted the franchise. Right. Oh, absolutely. And um, once once he reminds WWE fans that he's still a WWE superstar, some things are very good for him. And it just all lines up. If they're going to relaunch the XFL and do it off the celebrity of him, and he's got one more big match in him, it all lines up for what match that Paul Heyman described as a masturbatory fantasy. You can see the interview. It is up now. 
so we're getting Rock versus Reigns. The all all the lines are connecting, right, Jeremy? I, I could I could pull back here just like Charlie Day, and it's always sunny, and point to all the red dots that connect, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, you got XFL. That's a lot of work you got to do. So you got to clear the calendar for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe WrestleMania if he's got time. It yeah, makes, but think, it makes complete uh, sense, right? Listen, the, uh, the Rock. If if I I've been following the Rock on the behind the scenes on the social medias for many many years, and one thing I can tell you that this guy knows how to multitask. I would not be surprised if he's running the XFL, doing WWE. Clanging and banging time. in the gym every day. Clanging and banging at four thirty in the morning, like he does. Bicep curls get the day, girls, right? So yeah, I would not be surprised if he does both. If he does some type of a deal with WWE where he gets to promote the XFL. Oh yeah. While he's, you know, this is a win-win. He's lining up to make tons of money next year. Tons a lot of, of people, a lot of people uh, with takes here. Ricky Castilling. I bet The Rock got fired up watching Stone Cold wrestle again. Who? Oh, would? I'm sure. That was awesome. That was that one was more a highlight. One more Rocky Stone Cold four. Yeah, right. No, that ain't gonna happen. But <laughs> Stephen Chambers saying goodbye USFL. Goodbye USFL. My Jeremy God, that it. oh, not much. When I do follow it, it's boring as shit. Jesus. Victor Nair saying Rock versus Roman was confirmed weeks ago. The thing is, it hasn't been confirmed. You know, like I that's was a masturbatory Paul, I was fantasy. It's a, masturbatory it's, a fantasy. Fantasy. it's a jerk off fantasy for you, <laughs> yes. jerk off fans. Yes, Kevin, I, I got know, that. Kevin, Kevin got the rub several times over the week. Really? He got the rub, all right. Hey, I asked the hard questions. That 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 phrase has been on every wrestling website the past week, and it's at least great. you didn't go limp in the interview. Yeah, that's true. It's always it's always good. So to, when I'm doing the interview with him, it's always good to come hard. This. If I'm doing the interview with him, yeah, like I'm I, I'm being very professional. I'm on camera like this, and I'm keeping a straight face. But off camera, my hand is just going like, <laughs> like what is this? What's he said it best? Like, 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 you're like you're like, no, no, not like that. Like, as, as it, uh, no, 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 like this. No, I, I, this, I hate now. Wait, wait, wait. Were you like, like, wait, wait, yes. wait a second. We do not want to be demonetized on YouTube. What? Wait a second here. We were just talking about gestures. Mm. Uh, gestures. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. So, gestures. I mean, Rock versus Reigns, it, this is the biggest box off attraction that is just being dream booked by every fan, both diehard, casual. If you're just a fan that watches during WrestleMania season, if you're a, a, a fan that only watches when Roman's on, if you're just a fan of Roman, this is the match you want him to have, right? If you're a fan of just The Rock, if you're just a, a diehard WWE fan, you consume everything they do and you want to know about every story that we talk about, this is the match. you you got to find a way to get this match in the ring. And it's almost... Uh, this is like, if they don't get this, this is a you're missing a really, really special thing if you can't get it. Absolutely. I completely agree with that because, I mean, that's the expectation. Everybody thought we were going to get something like that earlier this year. We didn't get it. It's mm -hmm. an expectation. It's almost like a far gone conclusion that we want to get this because it's because it's uh, an NYI family thing, too. It's the passing of the baton, the passing of the tribe. You know, one tribe member Wait. acknowledging another tribe. Wait, which is funny because now Roman Reigns is going to be turning into the rock very soon and not wrestling as much. So it's like the torch is passing to a guy it's, doing the same. Well, he's passing the Hollywood torch. Is that what he's doing? 
because uh, you know, Rose if you like, beat me, you become Hobbs. Yeah. No. Oh, hey. Yeah. I don't think I want to re. I want to reboot of that man. I love that movie. Was it good? I didn't or uh, a, not a reboot, but a sequel. I want a sequel to that. A sequel. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw was really good. Uh, Rock and, of a, Rock and Statham worked really well together. Rock and Statham, I like it. Rock and Statham sounds like a, a nice brand of clothes. Oh, what are you wearing? I'm wearing Rock and Statham. Uh, so let's let's get into this bloodline. Sounds news. like a cologne uh, line, right? Oh, what does that smell? Oh, it's Rock and Statham. Rock oh, and someone. Statham. Oh, someone had a Rock and Statham night here. They're really. They think they're going to get lucky. Uh, so bloodline here. Uh, the, we got some more news here about bloodline. Uh, big week for them. The Usos, a headlining tag team affair on SmackDown. All of the drama rama aside, because you had you know WWE putting out that statement on television right before the main event, which was oddly timed, right? But that main event delivered. That was one of the best WWE tag team matches on television in quite some time. It got a lot of time. It delivered on what it was supposed to be. I kept. It was so good. I was like, why was this, this on a pay per view? Like this, this was like this was like a pay per view match on television. I, I'm, not, I'm not uh, boasting or cheat, uh, doing that. You know, Roman obviously cheated and helped them win the titles, but that's the bloodline. They're evil, bad dudes doing bad dude stuff. Uh, and so you have unified tag team champions. They have all the gold. But Roman, as we mentioned, is taking a bad seat. He kind of confirmed this. He did appear and perform on live events for WWE's weekend. Basically alluded to an event uh, the past uh, Saturday, or this weekend, Sunday rather, excuse me. They had a show uh, went Saturday night in Rockford, Illinois. I had friends that were at the show. They said Roman great, he had a great time. Kind of expressed might be saying nice of him, and then did the same thing as well in Iowa the following night. And basically, this is the last time you're going to see him at an event like this. This lines up with the reports we've already heard, with Roman taking less of an uh, in the ring role on live events. You'll see him on television. He'll have more of a role, uh, and he'll be able to take uh, more time off, even though he holds both WWE championships. Here. It's worth noting, WWE's kind of creating more storylines with other characters on the show and different pairings that don't involve Roman. And the things we do know with Roman involve three opponents for him later this year, including Randy Orton at SummerSlam, reportedly, and Drew McIntyre coming up at Clash at the Castle in September, which makes a lot of sense. And uh, Riddle at Money in the Bank. Someone's telling me my, my mic is cutting out. Is my mic okay, guys? Uh, it sounds, sounds fine right now. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't cutting down earlier, but uh, yeah, this so is interesting. This is very interesting because um, we we spoke about how now Roman's schedule is probably going to be more stadium driven. They're going to save him for those really big shows, but it's interesting enough now that we're going to have this story because they took out RK Bro right after they won the match. Right, they laid him out. Completely. They even put like a, a a a post on social media that they're under medical evaluation after their attack from that tag team unification match. So it looks like it's going to be RK Bro. It's going to be Riddle versus Roman at Money in the Bank, and then uh, Randy Orton and Roman at SummerSlam. That's yeah, what I think we're probably going to get. Yeah, and according to Dave Meltzer, uh, he just confirmed what I assumed uh, and that the call to make the unification was made very late. So mm-hmm. apparently up until very late in the day, it was going to not uh, be a non uh, a non finish and there was not going to be a unification of the titles. And we, we actually reported that they were not going to want to unify the tag titles, even though this match was going to happen. So this was a change into what was internally originally planned. And that change happened very late in the game to make uh, the uh, bloodline hold all the gold. Um, 
It'll be very interesting to see where they go from here. I don't expect RK Bro to break up. I expect RK Bro to eventually probably get the titles back because I don't think they're truly unifying them much like they have not truly unified the world title yet. Uh, but it'll be remains to be seen because we still don't have any clarification on the world title yet either. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people saying the crowd reaction was really good. Yeah, because the bloodline's over. People are mm-hmm. into characters. People pick their favorites. They weren't quiet. It's starting I, to grow. It's starting to. It's starting to wear on people, though. It is starting to wear on people. I I do agree. But there's still an attraction that moved tickets. You know, everyone I talked to this weekend who bought tickets to those shows in Iowa and Illinois, I talked to quite a few. They bought for two things: Drew McIntyre and the Bloodline and Roman Reigns. That's what they bought tickets for. Yeah. And they wanted to see those two things. Uh, and some people were like, is Cody going to be there? And I was like, he isn't on this loop. And he wasn't. Uh, I did talk to some people who were upset they didn't get to see Sasha as well. So, I mean, yeah, some people are still buying. Those are the diehards of the diehards. They're buying tickets to the, the, the live events, right? So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out here. Um, I, th- I think it's going to be odd for WWE to sustain this that long. I agree with you. It is kind of wearing thin. But if you are going to get the most out of it, I think you can get you can get through the summer with these guys as the top acts, both as a tag team and a singles into SummerSlam. Now, does that mean Randy Orton is the guy to get that belt off of off of Roman? Is Drew the guy to do that? Is he not going to defend this title at all? Are you going to, you know, I mean, so you're going to have a lot of different things. And I do think this does allow some time for the machine that is big enough for WWE for someone else to come up and become a bigger star and spend that time to develop someone who eventually puts their foot down and says, hey, I'm kicking everyone's ass. Roman's sitting at home with our world titles and he's not defending them. And, and that's that logic makes sense. And I'm okay with that. Um, not It's not the best storyline. I also don't think no. you can keep those. You, you can't keep those belts just, on Roman. You're just, no. you're just By, rinsing and repeating. You're rinsing and repeating. Yeah. Yeah. You I, I, Brock Lesnar, now you're applying it to yeah. Roman. I think yeah. by the I think by the time we get to clash the cans the clash of the castle bloodline's gonna have no belts. I think RK Bro gets them back at Clash of the Castle and Drew wins at Clash of the Castle and Bloodline comes out with it completely empty handed. Roman probably takes a month or two off, probably maybe not till Survivor Series, maybe not even till Rumble. Maybe he's got rev, some rev, rev rev him right back up. Maybe somebody, yeah. maybe Roman's got some things lined up for the fall, which is why he's taking a step back now, and he's going to take a further step back in the fall. Maybe who knows? But I think the bloodline's going to be out of belts by September. Do you want to hear a crazy comment we just got here? You want to hear a crazy comment? John Whittle. I won't put it on. We, screen we never get we never get crazy comments. No, never, never, ever. This one this never. one's pretty out there. F people that sit and hold titles. F them. F them. F them. <laughs> F them. Good. F them. Uh, David David from the Barclays Center says, uh, whoever beats Roman will still have a Saturn V rocket strapped to them and should be someone that can actually do something with it. Not Cody. I don't. Why, why not Cody? You just don't like Cody? See, uh, uh, that's where I didn't like Drew at first, but the, as more time goes on, I kind of feel like Drew should be the guy. Virtuous. I agree. He's a virtuous champion. He's a valiant champion, you know? And you need someone who is anti- who is the antithesis of what Roman is. Roman is callous. He's hubris. He is filled with entitlement. I am all big words. Certain, uh, I, you know, yes, I'm using big words. Hubris is one of my favorite wrestling. Words. And Drew's such a company words. guy too. Like he's always down to do any media. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter where it is. Right now he's doing that media tour in the UK, plugging everything for Castle, uh, for Clash of the Castle. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I think Drew would definitely be a good pick. And plus, mm. he'll get that moment in front of the crowds. 
So. Yeah, he never. Yeah, he'll, he'll get the moment he never did because I think it's going to be a big pop when somebody finally beats the bloodline. Because, like I said, people are starting to get tired of it now. So now, it, you know, there's it, the time is going to be coming up here uh, towards the end of the summer to, to pull that trigger. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Thank you guys so much for checking out today's show. Did you enjoy it? Well, how come you haven't hit that like button yet? If you're watching for the first time, don't make it the last time as we do Top Story Monday through Friday. We'll lead up to AEW Dynamite this weekend in Las Vegas. A lot of cool stuff going on with that. We'll have a post show for that as well on Sunday night, so definitely check that out. Uh, and also check out our exclusive interviews that we've already alluded to here with Paul Heyman and Sonya Deville. Uh, these are very, very compelling ones. Sonya Deville proclaiming herself the greatest WWE general manager, authority figure of all time. Do you disagree? And, and we got to give and we got to give a huge thanks to every single one of you that's put that video over 19,000 views on YouTube, which is Thank you. amazing. So nice. we appreciate yeah. every single one of you and keep showing that love by sharing it with your friends and just, you know, just get to get it out there because it's a great interview. Uh, I also want to thank all the websites that pulled aggregate quotes from it, but didn't embed the video. So thank you for that as well. We, we appreciate you were still a part of it, but we would have liked if you embedded the video. <laughs> part, of, part of me was like, come on, pay it back to daddy. <laughs> all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev I'm going to be producing a very cool comedy show this Wednesday at the Aris Brewing Company on the north side of Chicago. We call Brewing Up Last. The link is up on my Twitter. You can go see it. It's in the pinned tweet there as well. Uh, and, of course, uh, JB, busy with all things that you can do about wrestling that you can believe in. You can see that on yeah. his Twitter, at JB Huskers. Got a, got a new podcast coming out pa, uh, through uh, my gaming site that I uh, co-founded uh, about 12, almost exactly 12 years ago, called The Gaming Tailgate. Uh, we kind of slowed down with it because it was mainly a NCAA football-centric uh, website, forum, mm -hmm. and things like that. But uh, my... my uh, my best friend Chris still runs it, and uh, we still take a part of it. We just recorded a new episode, so uh, go at Gaming Tailgate on Twitter. Uh, eventually, we'll be dropping that new episode. We're going to be talking about spring game inclusion into that new college football game that's going to be coming out hopefully next year. I've, I've never seen more people freak out about a sports video game coming out in some time <laughs> than I have for the return of college football video games. Oh, man. They're worried they're going to screw it up because Madden was not good this year. <laughs> Man. Uh, would you, uh, Jose, what do you got going on, bud? Man, as always, you guys can catch me every single day here on the Top Story. Uh, we got some reels going to be coming out soon here for Hell in the Cell uh, for the Mania Minute. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, and we got some really cool stuff over on Instagram and on TikTok. So make sure you give me a follow over there, Jose G Official, and give us a follow on TikTok over there at, uh, at SK Wrestling on the TikTok and on Instagram. Thank you guys for the support to the diehards who were watching the whole time. We watched the whole episode too. We really do appreciate that. We see you guys to the Rickies, to uh, to the Nishads, to to uh, the David Big Stace, Big Stace, uh, to all of you guys for from Stephen from the Elimination Chambers and all that good stuff. So thank you so much, David from the Barclays Center. <laughs> yes, David from the Barclays Center. <laughs> yes, we love David from the Barclays Barclay yes. Center. Yes, oh, exactly. It's like we got our hello clones. We got our clones. <laughs> yes we what got, we got is our... up clones jim rome here <laughs> jim rome what is up jim rome crack them abbreviated pauses when i'm talking about something <laughs> look like that's like very bad jim rome yeah there we go uh so thank you guys so much remember to always watch out watch out watch out and please please do this one important thing even if your name is now max debris no longer la knight no longer eli drake you have to do what and what thing. you have to do what 
gentlemen. You have to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. I own I own the yeah now since he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>